You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. All right, welcome to our promotion for ourselves. We are very excited because we're doing the 2018 deck championship where we took all the decks that were four or five star decks and we put them in a bracket. And now it's for you, our lols, to decide. Yeah, there's a lot of decks. We use about 100 decks in a year, and I give very few of them four or five stars. And so we took those decks, and Brian put them into a very challenging bracket for you to rank. And then, just like basketball, I know that you, our listener, I don't know, I'm sorry to paint you all with a broad brush, but... I get the feeling that you don't make a lot of March Madness brackets, but this is just like that, but for things that you know and love. The bracket opens up Monday, uh, the 19th. When you're hearing this, it's already open. So get on it. If you haven't gotten to the bracket, then go to our Facebook group. You can go to our Facebook page and get to our group from there, but go to our Facebook group and there will be links to the bracket. What's in the there. Facebook page? Facebook.com slash amateur tarot. Great. Go there. Join our other group from there. Yeah, one is just a fan page to let us know you like us. The other is a group page to let us know you're serious. Yeah, and then you can start clicking on buttons. And then on Christmas Eve, the tournament will close. The winner will happen in real time, but we won't be able to announce it until afterwards. So this is uh, the way to know early is to participate in the tournament. And because it closes at midnight, I feel like that's just enough time to run out before stores close and get yourself the deck of 2018 whatever the winning deck is yeah so on christmas morning you can gift it to yourself or a loved one or get two and do both all right all right we're done enjoy the show Welcome to another episode of Amateur Tarot Pod, the only podcast where we, two non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to answer your questions. For entertainment purposes only. That's Brian. That's Ben. And we are here to solve the world's biggest problems, as always, every week. We don't really solve the problems ourselves, though. We are the conduits through which problems become solved. We are merely vessels for the wisdom of the cards, and we're pretty wise in the ways of the cards right well we're wise in the one specific way of the cards okay and that specific way is that we draw three cards and then in the order that we draw them they indicate the recent past the current actions and the future 100 money back spiritual guaranteed outcome for entertainment purposes only outcome oh what about people that don't get their question answered too bad oh that's too bad i would know i'm just we kidding, I'm a just little... kidding. wait what there's something? There's something for them, too. Oh, really? Because after we answer the big question for the week, then we have the card of the week where we draw one card and we give it to everybody so that it's kind of like when you were a kid and it was like your sibling's birthday, but then you still got a gift because otherwise you would be crabby. Yeah, I think you grew up in a different household than I did. <laughs> I don't think that happened for me either. I just have <laughs> seen it on TV or whatever. Man. Maybe it happened for me. I don't know. If only we had TV parents. If only my mom would call in and let me know. <laughs> but isn't that a thing that happens? 
your mom calling into the show? No, that never happens because I don't think my mom listens to the show. She might not even know this is a show. <laughs> if you're listening, hi, mom. I know people who had kids and then it's like the second kid's first birthday and the other kid, he's like three, but then he gets a small present so that he doesn't feel left out. Oh. Yeah, we didn't do any of that. Okay. I don't know if I did or didn't. It was a long time ago. But I'm pretty sure I understand what you're talking about. Like, That's what the card of the week is. Like, That's what I'm driving at. Oh, so the card of the week is like a chump gift. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I don't think of the card of the week that way. It's just so that the rest of you don't get crabby when whoever our main queer is gets a big old gift. Yeah. And you're not going to get your present at the beginning either. You're going to wait until the end because I'm not going to have you getting tired of it and then being crabby the whole time either. Yeah. So that's why we do the show. That's the way we do the show. Yeah. And that's why I wait and do the outro at the end, because if we did it at the beginning, then Ben would just be so antsy to leave the whole time. And the outro is kind of like Ben's card of the week. It's, so it's his present. If you feel like your gratification is being delayed, mine is delayed even longer than yours. <laughs> Think about that. And mine ends once everyone's is fulfilled. It's better to give and receive. And it is, Brian, it is Christmas. It is. We're in the December. midst of December in the so, holiday season. Every day is Christmas. And so, Brian, in true Christmas spirit, gives. I, I do give, but it's more of just a spirit of giving. I'm a proud soldier in the war on Christmas <laughs> because I think there's a lot of holidays that we could recognize around this time. And I really don't celebrate any of them, but I do like to give presents. You get a gift and you get a gift. Yeah, I'm pretty much like a Christmas Oprah. Sam, I'm the exact opposite of Oprah in every way. In a lot of ways. Except that she gives gifts and I give gifts. You're a mall Santa-ish. I, Not a mall Santa. I was a photo Santa. You're a photo yeah. Santa. Were. I was. Not anymore. No, I did it for seven years and then they sold the photo studio. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I was sorry too, but it does free up my November and December. That's good. For more tarot things. For more podcasting and going to tarot meetups. And our bracket. And the bracket, which you, you already heard, heard about, about at the beginning of the show. But we are in the midst of it right now. It is. It's going strong. I have to. I only can imagine that it's going great. Yeah, it's for sure going. Uh, we have to just guess that it's going great because as of recording, it hasn't started yet. You understand how this works, lols. You know, you're here every week. And because you're here every week, you know that now it's time to go to Quirin's Corner. Here we are, Quirin's Corner. And this week, our question comes from Lol Kalen from Atlanta. And if you thought your gratification was going to be delayed, well, strap in, Lols, because it's going to be delayed even longer. Because this is a lengthy question. Here comes a novel. It's a lot of good background information, though. Kalen says, I recently bought tickets to see LeVar Burton live. Pause. Interesting. Yeah, right? He's the Reading Rainbow guy, is he not? He is. I actually was going to ask you if you knew who LeVar Burton was. I know enough. <laughs> All right. What does he do live? Does he just read books? He has a podcast now where it's LeVar Burton Reads. Oh my so God, who doesn't have a podcast? You're not wrong. All right. His I voice gonna... is better than ours, probably. Yeah, maybe. I was going to say, why doesn't anybody buy tickets to see us live? But then I realized they do. They do. That's so nice. All right. Starting over. I recently bought tickets to see LeVar Burton live. Due to a series of lucky coincidences, I got access to early ticket release and then got tickets with what I assume will be a very short, probably less than two minute, meet and greet after the show. 
After my initial euphoria wore off, I'm now overcome with anxiety about what to say when I get the chance to meet one of my heroes. I've always been a TNG fan. Pause. What's TNG? Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, was he on that? He was, uh, yeah, Jordy LaForge. Sure. I grew up on reading Rainbow, and, well, that was probably, that's interesting. Instead of a babysitter, her mom just, like, dropped her off at the Reading Rainbow studio. I think that would be a pretty bomb place to grow up. Probably. Yeah. She grew up on Reading Rainbow, and in this time of really divisive public figures, he has always seemed a pillar of reason and decency. What should I focus on in the ephemeral moments when I'll be, quote, meeting and greeting, end quote? Should I make, bring, nope. Yep. Yep. Should I make, bring some sort of gift or just a Jordi LaForge visor so I can avoid eye contact? All right. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of references in there that weren't for me. Right. So there was a show in the 60s called Star Trek. I've heard of it. Okay. Then there was another show that was kind of a sequel to that in the late 80s and 90s called Star Trek The Next Generation. I've heard of that. And LeVar Burton, who we're talking about, was on Star Trek The Next Generation as, I believe, Commander Geordi LaForge. Okay. Well. Is he a commander? That's the show. There it is. Commander. Lieutenant Commander. Lieutenant Commander Geordi LaForge. Well, I'm glad that we could know that piece of knowledge. Yeah. So yeah, Lieutenant Commander Geordi LaForge. And he was blind and he had a visor over his eyes. So like Cyclops from X-Men. Except he didn't shoot lasers. Well, that's too bad. And Cyclops isn't blind. But yes, a visor is a similar concept. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm close. Yes. So imagine LeVar Burton playing Cyclops on a spaceship. Okay. I can imagine it. And reading you a book. Okay. That's essentially what the live show is going to be. Well, he was blind. How could he read a book? I guess if it was Braille. Well, his visor. Oh, his visor could give him vision? Yeah. It didn't give him like vision like we have, but it gave him like infrared vision and like all kinds of different visions. Okay. It, like hooked up to his brain. It's a science fiction show. Uh, so yeah, Kaylin wants to know what to do when she meets up with Lieutenant Commander Jordy LaForge. Do the Star Trek hand symbol. No one's probably ever done that before to him. Yeah. Yeah. We, you definitely need to do that. So do we have any pre-advice? Pre-advice, some sort of gift. My pre-advice is you shouldn't have bought these tickets. Whoa. Why not? Like the meet and greet tickets. You can go to the podcast. Oh, I meant like, why would you ever, that sounds awful. You have to meet somebody and talk to them. But it's somebody that you really want to. Oh, I don't care. I would never. (laughs) Like, my dad and I went to a live podcast last sometime, maybe earlier this year. Yeah. And they had meet and greet tickets. And my dad was like, we can go to the meet and greet. And I was like, I'm just going to buy the regular tickets. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who did you go see? Uh, we went to see a podcast called The Slate Political Gab Fest. Oh, okay. And they have a meet and greet where you can drink a cocktail with them before the show. And I was like, definitely not going to do that. Oh. Because I would have nothing to say to these people. They don't want to meet me. Who am I? Etc. Yeah, I think that would be more difficult than what I'm imagining here, which is more like a cattle call. Like, okay, you're just that's in not a, so bad in a line, and you get a couple minutes with him. All right, as you go through, and maybe a photo op. Maybe just shake his hand. I'm a huge fan of your work. Smile for the cameras, and then you're out. I don't disagree with that advice. I'm glad that my parents don't listen to the show because now I've just talked about them for the whole time. Yeah, you've talked about your mom and your dad. Yeah. Everybody's made a cameo. And now I'll just mention my brother so that he feels included, like much like a child who needs to get a gift. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, when you were younger, you got 
a crappy gift on his birthday, right? Wait, he's younger than you, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you would have gotten the crappy gift on his birthday. Right, allegedly. Yeah. We can't know for certain. <laughs> or it's just something you made up. All right, and uh, I guess shout out to my wife too, because we have the same last name. So now everybody in my immediate family has been shouted out. All the nobles. Yes. Well, let's get into it. Should we do the card thing? Let's do the card thing. All right. Well, Ben, I would like you to take a gander at this. Well, Brian, my immediate thought is I've already rated the Daniloff Tarot, and I've rated it very highly. This is not the Daniloff. Well, it's another deck in a similar Vera Bradley bag. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Well, this deck is a gift to you. No. In in the Vera Bradley bag. Oh, no. Because uh, Amanda from Indie Deck Review. Sure. She liked when you talked about her Daniloff deck in the Vera Bradley bag. Mm -hmm. So there's this deck in another bag. But this is not the Daniloff, I warn you. But this is a deck that I have to take home with me after the outro. <laughs> yeah, I already put your name on it oh, in the spreadsheet. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, wait, going back to the Daniloff, was that Amanda's... Did she make that deck, or it was just a deck that she owned? Uh, it's just a deck she owned. Okay. The creator of the Daniloff is on Facebook. Okay. And I'm friends with him on Facebook, so... There you go. It's kind of a big deal. He's got a good deck. Yeah. All right. Well, it has several good decks, actually. This is the Retropop Tarot. It says on the tag before I even open the bag. Here's the good zipper sound. So that's good. Use that as a sound effect. Inside the bag, there's a box. Yeah, because I got them separately. Oh, okay. Well, wow, you've really put a lot into this gift. You really are giving. <laughs> it's not even real Christmas. It's just December. Uh, neither of these are my gifts, either. Oh, really? Yeah. Who got me these gifts? Uh, they are from Indie Deck Review. Oh, that's nice of them. All right, well, this is the Retro Pop Tarot, and I'm looking at it now. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, what is the story behind this deck? Um, well, okay, so here's what's going on with the deck. The first thing that you'll notice is that uh, it seems as though half of the cards were made from very low-quality JPEGs that somebody had to scale up, and so they're, like, pixelated. I guess that's retro. Yeah, it's pretty retro. It's like 1994. And then the rest of the the cards, like, they just all seem like they don't go together in the same deck. They all sort of have the same, like, orange-brown color scheme. Some of the cards, like, the people have very angular polygon faces. And then here, the Three of Cups, I can only imagine it must be the three people who made this deck or the three daughters of whoever made this deck. It's like... Three just regular human, real people's faces pasted over. Yeah, it looks like somebody took a picture at an office Christmas party. Yeah, this deck is bizarre and makes no sense. And I guess, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, one star. The bag's great. All right. Is there a book that comes with this? There's, no, we don't not, need a book. there's not a book that comes with it, which is why we're using it for the regular reading. That makes sense. And we're going to answer this LeVar Burton question. Kaylin's going to see LeVar Burton live. She's kind of nervous. What should she focus on in the meet and greet? All right. Flip. The Seven of Cups. It's yes. a magician, so maybe it's the Seven of Wands? No, but it's, it's not. definitely cups. This They're is hats. definitely cups. Because there's seven hats and a magician, a very 1950s TV magician. He's got seven hats in front of him, and there's a bunch of different stuff in the hats, including a man's head, a spooky ghost, a squirrel, a rabbit, and some other unidentified objects. All right, so the Seven of Cups is all about making choices, right? Back me up. Yeah, it's about 
I feel like it's about being stuck and not being able to make a choice because there's too many options. That's what I meant. Like you have to make a choice and move forward because there's just all these things in front of you, Mm -hmm. all these paths, which makes a lot of sense given this question. Yeah, there's a lot of of different ways you can approach a meet and greet. Exactly. And so Kaylin's feeling stuck. She doesn't know which thing to choose. And it's hard to know which one has the riches in it and which one has the snake in it. And which one has the ghost in it. There's a ghost in one of these too. Yes. Which is pretty cool. So, so far, this one star deck is pretty accurate. Sure. Well, the stars have nothing to do with accuracy. Spiritual energy is not. They're they're just... (laughs) I wanted to buy the URL arbitrary and capricious. <laughs> Did that, was that available? It probably is available. I haven't checked That's it. That's hard to spell. People aren't going to be able to get there. Right. Moving into the next, the current action. Flip. The High Priestess. All right. Well, what do we have here? We have a woman sitting on a stone throne, but her face looks like it's also made of stone. Yeah. This woman looks like someone from a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like somebody that lives in space and is possibly a robot. I think that that's accurate. The High Priestess as a card is a great card. The High Priestess is about your subconscious and about she's like guarding the gateway to the subconscious, which knows the right answer. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Usually she has uh, salt and pepper next to her. And the moon. The the B and the J. Yes. So what? Oh, I guess those things do exist in here. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's saying that, like, the answer is inside you. That's not helpful. No? Thanks, High Priestess. Well, no. It, like, yeah, the answer is inside you. But what is it? Well, that's why we're going to go to the future. Yeah, we always have these two cards where we're just like, hmm, seems to accurately describe the situation. That's why we're so good at what we do. Flip. The Ten of Coins. Okay. Interesting. Well, what we have on the Ten of Coins is <laughs> bizarre. The foreground, there's two crabby children and their mom, I guess, and a dwarf. I think that's a grandpa. <laughs> I think it's a dwarf. Okay, we'll go with a dwarf. And then a, a weird house behind them. Uh, okay, so the Ten of Coins, as much as you might think it's about dwarves, is... <laughs> this card. Ah, uh, that's funny. This card is about coming to the end of a journey and then... You have like built up all of this wealth and happiness and knowledge, and now you're going to share it with the people that you love the most. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this all makes total sense. Good. I'm glad. We've used the two cards, the first two cards, to restate the question. Good. Always. That's how we seem so good at this. Yeah. So there's a lot of options, a lot of different directions you can go when you're on your way to go see LeVar Burton. And the high priestess is saying that you know what to do. You know how to treat this situation. But you are saying with your words, I don't know how to treat this situation. So we move into the future and we have the ten of pentacles, the ten of coins. And what that's saying is... Bring a dwarf with you. Is to bring a dwarf with you. And you have spent your whole life growing up with LeVar Burton. You are full of this love, this deep love for the man and his work. And so you have all that going into it. Like that's the gift that you're going to bring. You're just going to bring your ebullience and your excitement and you're going to go and you're going to be respectful and you're going to have fun and you're just going to talk to him like a normal person 
and he's going to love that. Nice. That was good. Okay. I feel like we did it. Cool. All right. Thanks, Kaylin. So we're back out of Queerance Corner. I guess that means are we all ready to this week's card of the week? We are going there now. All right. This is the Omega Land Tarot. Oh, dear. Well, what is Omega Land? Omega Land is a tarot deck and card game. Um, on the side of the box, it says, this is Omega Land. Society has been brought to its knees. Resources are scarce and violence reaches everywhere. But humanity still presses on. Set includes 78 tarot cards, game instructions, and six additional double-sided cards with game rules and scoring guides. Hmm. So it's a game. Yeah. Well, I mean, tarot was a game back in the 1500s Before or Before we gave it divinatory meanings. Well, really, until we started doing it, it became not a game anymore, and it became something serious that people could really buckle, buckle down and focus on. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, this deck is interesting. It is sort of the zombie apocalypse deck, but there's no zombies. It's just apocalypse. Like, Strength has this little girl tying up uh, a man. Ooh, That tells a scary story. Yeah, these, a lot of these are scary stories. And, like, the Wheel of Fortune is like a poker game. That's kind of cool. I like that. Huh. The way that that's depicted with all the players in the corners and then the cards in the middle. Um <clears throat> I saw the first card. I saw the fool and I was like, I don't know about this deck because he kind of looks like Shaggy a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like a blonde Shaggy. A blonde Shaggy and it's kind of weird. But then as you get deeper into the deck, I feel like it gets better. Three stars. Excellent. Three stars for the Omega Land Tarot. I want to know what the game rules are. All right. All right. Let's do this thing. And flip. The Two of Wands. And on the Two of Wands, we see these two cool-looking people in the foreground. The woman is holding a shotgun. And then in the background, we see this apocalyptic ruined city. All right. The Little White Book for the Omega Land Tarot says the Two of Wands has the keyword of adventure. And it goes on to say... Running into people doing their own thing, finding their own way, is always nice. Makes you feel optimistic about the future, humanity, whatever. If you have opportunity to get by doing something new or unique, take it. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I didn't read this whole book while you were shuffling, but I did look through it a little bit, and I feel like it's field notes from someone who survived the apocalypse, or who is actively surviving the apocalypse. I like the strict adherence to theme. I like it too. All right. So there was that line, if you have the opportunity to go your own way, do it. Yeah. If you see a fork in the road, take, take it. it. Okay, Yogi Bear. Uh, not Yogi Bear like Jellystone Park. Right. Okay. So what does that mean for this week, Brian? Is it, did, we, did we cover it? Yeah, I think really what it means is chase adventure this week. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. That'll when, be fun. When something seems exciting, just do it. So if you're getting ready to go see LeVar Burton. Just do it. Yeah, get that meet and greet pass. Do it. Yeah. Have the adventure. Well, Brian, my gratification has been delayed long enough. Yeah, is this the time? This is the time for you to give me the greatest gift of all. Well, thanks for your question, Kaylin. 
Thank you, Kaylin. Thank you also to all of our laws for listening in this week. And now a moment of silence for our lost laws. All right. We did that. You'll be missed. But not that much because you stopped listening to the show. You can find us at amateurtarot.com. You can email us at amateurtarotreading at gmail.com. And you can call the number. Operators are standing by 314-325-6047. And if you call in the next 10 minutes of us recording this, uh, you can have my copy of the Retro Pop Tarot. <laughs> you can Twitter us at Tarot Amateur or Instagram us at Amateur Tarot. Brian is also on Twitter personally at Zen Iron Man. Ben is on the internet personally at I'm making all this up.com. And what he does there is he gives you detailed directions on how to make your life more fulfilling and enriching while putting your creative talents to use in your professional life. Thanks, Brian. Sure. Those go out on Monday and it's Sunday now. And I have not finished. Excellent. I have a lot of stuff to do today. So good thing we're recording ahead of time. Uh, All right. We have a Facebook group. You can get there from our Facebook page, which is Amateur Tarot on Facebook. Do that soon so you can vote in the bracket. Yeah, get in there. It's going to be super fun. And you can vote every five minutes, I believe. Really? Yeah. So you can really spam it if there's somebody that you like a lot. We say this every week also, but please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It seems like something stupid and trivial, but it does help new new people find the show. It does. Helps new people find the show, and that's what we want, is we want all the people to find the show. So please help us with that. And finally, we have a little something on here that says, thank you to, and Ben, who would we like to thank this week? Well, I would like to thank LeVar Burton, because even I know of Reading Rainbow. That's good personal thank. I Maybe we should just change thank you to, so to thank, thank you, you to LeVar, LeVar Burton. Burton. All right. All right, well, thank you to LeVar Burton for reading Rainbow and all that you have brought us. And finally, spoiler, spoiler alert, alert, magic, magic is, is real. Uh, we use some... We are merely vessels. Did you say that or did I say that? You said that. Okay. <laughs> Off to a great start. Yep. As always, every week.